Hello, I'm Scott Sasha. I'm Evan Novi Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Where was that? You gotta give us a go, man. Oh, it's like, I, I said Monday, Monday, let's go. And where oh, was Evan? You just, you just, just shot out, out there. the silence there. Of, of course, when oh. I say hello, I'm Scott Sostick. What, what does that mean? Everybody hey. who listens to the show knows that means we're starting. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast where we, or two thirds of, of us, <laughs> explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Can you tell it's a Monday morning? This is a Monday morning here. Uh, but let's start with the uh, NFL ratings. By the way, you were on TV, Evan. You were talking about the NFL ratings. Where are we at now? Yeah, so it's a little early to to be fully talking about it, but but as we record so let's just on have Mon- talk about it as we record on Monday morning. Uh, ratings for the the Sunday night game, the, the NBC game, are out. Uh, they're fairly good. Fox put out uh, a very early projection of its ratings for Sunday. They are also very good uh, up across the board from 2017. When's the last so, time you heard NFL ratings and up in the same sentence without a not? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Man, I mean, it's well, you got to remember, first of all, we had some pretty good games. I mean, there were some stinkers in there, but so far we've had pretty good games, especially the Green Bay game. You, you say that because of the comeback, but at what point do people shut it off? Yeah, it was 17, not 20, 20 nothing to nothing. Half and yeah. at halftime, some people just go click. I mean, so you're taking a risk there. But, let, I mean, let's talk about the whole Kaepernick. Wait a minute. What what about people who don't watch the NFL? They're, they're angry at the NFL. I would think these the, the numbers we've seen so far are a – you can hear the exhale, I think, coming from uh, 345 Park uh, from well all done. the way well here. Well done, um, Williams. Yeah, I think if, you're, if you work at the NFL – you're happy about the way this turned out. They're not. Doesn't seem like they're up huge. And when you splice the numbers, who knows what you're actually going to find deep down in there? But this isn't a 13 percent drop like like we saw. Hold across your the board audience is a win these days. Hold is a win. Nobody's holding. Right. Yeah. Hold is a win. And I don't think well, we would even, ex- growing, we wouldn't even expect the NFL to hold right. over the course of the full year. Correct. But still, a week one so far. Hold. If you had said that to Roger to start, he'd sign me up. All, all the owners sign me up. Absolutely agreed. Now, the president, President Trump, tweeted about the ratings saying that uh, they were slipping. But now, the news that we've got today, uh, that's totally different. Yeah, his his tweet was, I think, primarily about the Thursday night game, uh, which ratings were down. It was a there was a thirty or forty minute weather delay in the beginning. Uh, so, you know, we need an expert to tell us exactly how much that factors in. Uh, but yes, the, the, the Trump Trump jumped on as soon as the ratings were down Thursday. As of right now, he hasn't commented on the Sunday ones. We'll see. Don't, don't think we'll hear anything. <laughs> in their, um... Speaking of weather delays, did you see the Tennessee game? I did not. I, as you know, Michael that. Barr, we have to give the plug to, uh, you know, my son's hockey team. Oh, yes. I was on the way back from Toronto. Where the New Jersey Rockets, playing against the best teams in Canada, went seven and zero, took the title. So I didn't see anything. But by the way, my whole weekend now. was in an ice. By the way, freezing. You want to know why they have good ice? Because <laughs> the rinks are freezing. I mean, beyond what I'm used to at U.S. rinks. Numb fingers, sh- teeth chattering, shaking cold. Now your son, yeah. who is who? He's been on the air here. Yeah. He, is he eight or seven? He's nine. He's nine. So yeah. he's nine. He's he plays goalie, he, and he's one heck of a goalie, by the way. I think so. He's pretty, he's pretty tough to beat. What he, happens? He's one crazy. Day? He's crazy as all goalies are. Like he's got to manage the crazy, but 
Gee, I wonder where you got that from. His mom. <laughs> and, 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 and by the way, since we're more than three minutes into the podcast, we know Kim won't hear that. <laughs> Wait, can we just talk about where he went to eat? Perkins. Oh, yeah. Perkins, Michael Barr's favorite place. Michael Barr's favorite place, Perkins. Man, I was proud of you. Yeah, thank you. You know, Perkins, that's a great place. Yeah, they okay. got good fried chicken, too. I you went to Perkins over chicken. Tim Hortons? We went to Tim Hortons, too. Okay. I mean, we had more than one. You know, we I was going to say, did you have days. a lot of options? Yeah, yeah. We had a burrito place. It was nice. Not a Chipotle. It was something burrito, but it was very good. But, well, anyway, he's so what he ha- is what the did man. It, what game was delayed? What happened? No, the, what happened in the Tennessee game, because ordinarily you think, well, what are you talking about? This is the NFL. They don't delay the weather for anything. But Light, if lightning. there's lightning, lightning in the area, delay. Lightning they delay. will delay the game. And this delay went on. This was starting out as a 1 o'clock game in the east and turned out to be well past the uh, – turned into a 4 o'clock game o'clock is what game. it turned yeah. into. So, But but weather delays, you, you can't help that. Uh, that runs into ratings. So it, sure. what are you going to do? One other thing as we talk about ratings and, 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 and fan affinity for the NFL, I heard it seemed to, uh, on Twitter yesterday, a lot less complaining about rules changes – about too many flags, about about fans out there not sure what a catch is or what a helmet to helmet is or, or or what you know leading with your head as opposed to your shoulder is. Um, that's the the storyline that interests me the most about the NFL's popularity this year, much more so than you know athletes choosing to to make political uh, statements. Long term, this is this yeah, is long the fear. term. Yeah, the long term. If if I was Roger Goodell, if I owned a team, the long term concern for me will be head trauma. Fewer people playing, fewer people wanting to see people getting hurt. I don't think the talent pool will ever dry up, even even if you were playing. And the advantage, I think I've said this before, I don't know if it's been on the show, is that these are nameless, faceless guys. Like nobody really cares who the who the right tackle is. You know, you got your helmet on, you need the big guy to block, you know, whatever. It's easily replaceable. So if the skill level drops a little bit, like how many people will really know? Right, and, and moving forward, they'll have their betting app open while they're watching they the game. They watch college and, football. Yeah, that, that exactly. Much worse. Not worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't think from that point of view, but it's just sort of this whole tact of these players are crippling themselves. I don't want to see it. I mean, you do hear, I mean, Bob Costas was, was among them saying, I, I just don't want to associate with the game anymore. But the problem there is that there are, for everybody, and we don't know what the ratio is, but for everyone who looks at the game and says, I don't want to look at this because players are, you know, ruining their, their futures by banging their heads against each other. There is also a guy sitting somewhere else or a lady who is saying, I don't want to see, well, I don't want to watch football where there's no violence. Wimplified right? football. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have this damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And, and I do wonder if you can make football safe for its competitors while also keeping it compelling for its watchers. Well, I think we could say and safer, I don't know yes, completely is. safe. No, these are big – if Sure. I, what do I tell people? I've always said this. You have not seen – I will say to you, have you ever seen an NFL game? And almost everybody we know would say, of course, right? Yes. And I tell them, you have not seen an NFL game until you have stood on the sideline and watched an NFL game. Because you do not comprehend the size, speed, and power of these guys. These are massive collisions that will absolutely take your breath away. I got to tell you this story. You talk about being on the sidelines. Early in my career, I used to hold a parabolic (laughs) mic. 
and this was way back. We need photos. With the, old, with yeah, the vest? With the, with the vest. We need photos. And, and this I is when the it. old USFL was playing, and this is when the, the Silver Dome was, was still alive and well. Got to bring and, up Detroit somehow. And Michigan was, was playing, and they're running a sweep. Yeah. And the sweep's and coming, coming right me. at you. Get out of the way, bar. I mean, it sounds like a herd of, of thunderous horses coming Come at on, you. Now, give me a John Madden. Fum, black. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was brought what. And God bless, I'm listening to the uh, audio producer in my headset. And as this sweep is coming towards me, and I mean hard, he says, whatever you do, don't wreck the mic. I'm like, yeah, that's an expensive mic. Oh, Hold it up and take it in the hierarchy. Yeah. I, I have, but you, when you hear that noise, and you're exactly right, you don't understand, and that's in the USFL. Yeah. I'm not even getting into what the NFL is like. Yeah. You, you don't understand what that's all about to you. You hear the one that. I re- yeah, the one I remember, see, so you have that answer. The one I remember is uh, Keyshawn Johnson just ran a go pattern up the left sideline, and it was one of these balls, I don't remember which court, but it was like floated up there down the sideline. And Keyshawn looks up, and his hands go out. Meanwhile, the safety was just right on. Like the, the entire time the ball's in the air, he beelining for the spot, you know? And Keyshawn's looking up, and here comes the safety, and it was just boom. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I remember the sound of the equipment just boom. It's like, oh, my God, no wonder these guys like need – another six days to get ready to play again. And the NFL has sold that violence, has traded yeah. in that violence yeah. for decades. Yeah. And, and now they're in a position where they're trying to at least partially take that out of the game for the good of its play, as they should be doing. Well, the real, also another concern But it would changes be, the product. Well, it does it change the player mentality also. I'm waiting for the players to take the lead and say, you know what, like those, you see them people walking away early in their careers, say, I don't need this. That would be a problem. When the, when the, if, if and when there's a real drumbeat then again, you still have some players joking around and putting the, the cage on the top of the helmet. Oh, now I can hit with my helmet. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, when that attitude goes away and players are deciding, you know what, mm, I'm not going to play and telling teammates, listen, I can tell you're not yourself. You shouldn't be in the game. And that's when you're going to have some real change. Who was the 49ers uh, linebacker that retired early two years ago? Borland. Yeah, someone yeah, yeah. Borland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, but he's an outlier. You know, yeah, he's, right. he's one of the few when I can he think becomes, of that said, you know what, this he, is right. when this he isn't becomes worth the, the mainstream. Yeah. That I think that's a concern as well. We have to talk about the U.S. Open. First of all, congratulations to Novak Djokovic for winning the men's title, and thank you. And the the special title and a and a big congratulations to Naomi Osaka for winning the women women's title. The reason why I say that is because all of that got overshadowed by what happened with Serena Williams and the judge during the women's final. And I just, I don't know where where to stand on that. So in terms of business, what does that mean for the sport? Well, we're still talking tennis and we're talking Osaka. And Serena is sort of, I know she's the dominant player still now, but you need those future stars. You need those names to develop. And the fact that Osaka has won on this big stage, she is a known commodity in Asia. If she becomes a known commodity here, these are the kind of players you can build on. And I'm sure the Women's Tennis Association will try and do that. Yeah, I saw this on Twitter today. For the first time in 80 years, the, the last eight singles Grand Slam titles have gone to eight different women. Yeah. 
um, which, you know, is great for the parody within the sport. But if you're an, an executive looking for stars of the sport, maybe not so great. Um, and as we've said with in golf with Tiger Woods, you know, golf is still, you know, living and dying by the way that Tiger Woods performs. Yeah. Serena Williams is not young. She's not she's not going to be playing right. that much longer. Right. Um, and you need and, and maybe Naomi Osaka is that person, but you're going to need people who are going to be superstars after her. Here's and question, right now, Mark, it's yeah. the cupboard's fairly barren. Evan and I always do this. Come August 27th next year, I guarantee you, I'm going to look over to uh, underscore over there and say, who won the Open last year? I, I, like, that always happens to me. Like, who, who do you know who won la- in 2017? No. I, and we did this at the start. We did this I a month ago. Sloan Stevens, I think. Sloan Stevens, yes. Stevens, yes. Because right. I, I looked at you and I said, wait, Sloan Stevens won last year? Right, right. But... You sort of want the name recognition of star players doing well in the major events. That I mean, you have to have. It. But that will happen. That's in any sport. It doesn't make a difference. Of course. What are you talking? But I, I tennis, baseball. It doesn't make a difference what the sport is. But a different player winning every year is not that. Like, and by the way, you, you don't want to drop the numbers one and two seed in the first two days of the tournement. Well, yeah, and that's, that's another not, thing. Which is happening. Not, a, yeah, which is yeah. happening seems more to happen more. a lot in women's yeah. tennis. Yeah. Right. Now, I should add that uh, Serena got fined $17,000 for what happened. She got $3,000 for racket abuse. Well, you, you can't what avoid happened? that. She, yeah, she, she. The coaching the thing, fight. I don't get why she got so upset because the coach admitted it. I mean, whether or not there should be a rule, whether or not it always happens or not. So what Wait, we, no, didn't the coach he, say that he did say something, but whether Serena saw her or yeah, not is a different story. That's the thing. Did yeah, there's a chance it? that Serena didn't see okay, it, but maybe either she way, know, but he was coaching. Now she knows right. that the guy made, and the first one, he made the right call, right? Because right? her coaches admitted it. I, yeah, there's, to, in my opinion, and you know, this is just me talking, it seems as though the, the chair umpire might have been correct on the first one. The coaches admitted that, that he was coaching. Uh, however, it, as you get further on along the, their altercation, it does certainly feel as though she was treated a, a little more harshly than we've seen other people, largely men, yeah, I would have treated like, like for Andre similar Agassi. offenses. All Roger Federer. I mean, Roger's got the image now, but he was a hothead. I mean, that, that Roger used to curse at umpires. I don't even want to get into John McEnroe. Well, that's but this the, is my thing. Do we now know who really won the match in hindsight because you really didn't get a fair feel because of points taken away? And yeah, all that, I, you know? Well, that's what I don't want lost in the whole thing that people said is that, you know, Osaka was winning the match yeah. handily. Mm-hmm. I mean, she yeah. was playing well. She was the better player. So whether or not does she go on and win, whether it happens or not, I don't know. The fact is she put herself in a position to win and won. So now that's that, the thing, that, though. She got Williams got ten thousand dollars for the verbal abuse. Now that's the part where, hey, what happened here? Now she called the line judge a thief. A thief, right? Yeah, mean, which is odd. And on. that's ten grand yeah, for so that. Come on. It's like, wait a minute. That's where you. That's where you want the warning. Uh, there were some officials in the NBA who were known to sort of be showmen and drew like give out lots of technical fouls, star play, throw throw out star players. I mean, I remember Kobe Bryant getting thrown out. Was it a finals game or a playoff game? I, I, I don't remember. But imagine if I, I pay money to go see the Lakers play and Kobe Bryant gets thrown out. He's only in the visiting towns, what, once or twice a year, whatever it is. So I paid my money because it is a star-driven league and a referee throws Kobe out in the first three minutes of the game. I want my money back. Yeah. Nobody's there to see you. That, that should be the first thing ever said in an umpire, referee, whatever school you go to. Nobody goes to these events to see the referees. If you're invisible, 
that means you have done your job very well. But baked within that comment, are you saying that you, you treat Kobe Bryant differently than you treat, you know, Rafer Alston, the, the Kobe Bryant's third replacement? Damn right I do. You Kobe do? Bryant makes the money for the league. Damn right I do. Remember the game where Tim Duncan sure was thrown out of the game? He was on the bench. Because he, he looked at the referee. Because he, 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 he giggled him. about a call on the bench and got thrown out of the game. And I'm yeah. like, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It, it's... So the bottom line is, look, I get it. You have to officiate the game, and you can't take any abuse from players because you've seen the abuse. You know how that happens. But uh, I don't know about this one. But anyway, here I am. It's just me. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soschnick and Evan Novi williams We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. What happened to the we, man? It's, give, give, give me a little more we. A little more we. <sighs> okay. A little more we. Take more we. one. We two, prefer more we. more we. Join us again at the end of the week when we, Michael Scott and I, speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. See, we got confused there. He hit the us. Yeah. You forgot yeah. there was a we coming? Yeah. Hit both. See? Well, exactly. It's overhitting. Dude goes on yeah. TV, well, man. Well, wouldn't us and, and we be the same thing? Yeah, that's why you only hit one. Yes. Dude goes on I'm TV late. and I'm forgets us, man. You know, it's, <laughs> it's tough. It's uh, tough. Yeah. You were up early, right? You had to get up early. Up early. You're listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online as an Apple podcast on iTunes. 